Thank you for joining us for Redeemer Radio's share While we might not have people available to answer phones right now, depending on when you're listening to this, you can always donate online at RedeemerRadio.com slash donate. And you can find more information about share and the different hours at RedeemerRadio.com slash share And please share this podcast with your friends and family so that others can hear about the mission of Redeemer Radio and support it as well. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this hour of Redeemer Radio's Fall share I'm your host for this hour, Lisa Everett. I'm the Director for Marriage and Family Ministry for the Diocese, and my husband and I are parishioners at Corpus Christi Parish. And I'm here with members of Little Flower Parish, and we're going to have a wonderful conversation this hour and raise some money for Redeemer Radio. So first, um, I'm here with Alexis Duffy, who is the Director of Catechesis mm-hmm. for Little Flower, and Lynn Handley, who is a parishioner and also a member of Parish Council. And finally, Ben Jankeski. Did I pronounce that correct? Very good. Very close. Jankeski, <laughs> who is a parishioner and also the Grand Knight of the Knights of Columbus Council for Little Flower Parish. So welcome, everyone. Um, let's begin first with a prayer. Today, we have a double feast, St. Robert Bellarmine and also Hildegard of Bingen. So um, we have a prayer prepared. So let's begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O God, who adorned the Bishop St. Robert Bellarmine with wonderful learning and virtue to vindicate the faith of your church, grant through his intercession that in the integrity of that same faith, your people may always find joy. And God, our Father, thank you also for the witness of St. Hildegard of Bingen, one of the women doctors of the church, who was an abbess, artist, author, composer, mystic, pharmacist, poet, preacher, and theologian. You gifted St. Hildegard with visions to see human beings as living sparks of your love. Through her intercession, help us all to see sparks in everyone we encounter and to have a greater understanding of the spiritual connectedness of everyone in our human family. And we ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. And I wanted to mention at the start of the hour um, that the goal for this hour is $3,500. Seems like a reasonable goal do it. Uh, for a Friday morning. Um, and so if you're listening, and especially if you're a member of Little Flower Parish, um, we'd love you to call or text GIVE to the number 260-436-9598. Also, you can make a pledge at RedeemerRadio.com, or if you have the Redeemer Radio app, feel free to use that as well. All right. So again, welcome, everyone. So what what is going on in your parish lately that you'd like to talk about? I took a peek at your website in your last few bulletins, and you have a lot going on as always. Yeah. I saw you just had, I think it was last weekend, was the uh, the Filipino Festival with mm-hmm. um, Our Lady of, I'm trying to remember her name, Penafrancia. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how that's pronounced, but, and Filipino delicacies were served, I understand. Oh, so. yeah. I always hit up the Filipino party because they have the <laughs> best food. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. We were there a few years ago and it was a really such a joyful event, I remember. Yeah. And they're always so like well organized, well put on, well thought out. They're beautiful every time. That's awesome. Um, and I see you also have a new choir starting in the parish. Yeah, we're so, just starting back up. They had their mm-hmm. first practice. Yeah. Yeah. Like it went pretty well from my understanding. Okay. I was amazed too. It said in the bulletin that like no commitment was necessary. I thought, well, that's going to be a hook for some people for whom <laughs> having to make a commitment would be uh, give you pause to, to join in something like that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So 
Um, Alexis, would you like to talk about some of the things maybe this fall that's, that are going on in terms of catechesis or evangelization, discipleship? Yeah, so I, um, I'm i the director of catechesis for our parish. And so with that, I run religious ed. And I'm so excited. This fall, we are coming back in person. We did a whole virtual year, and that was not my favorite thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really hope join the crowd. Yeah. yeah <laughs> never have to do it again. Never going back. Um, and then we're also starting our youth ministry back up, which is awesome. Um, and then we have a ton of different evangelization efforts. I think I heard um, we're starting a evangelization boot camp, um, that kind of stuff in the fall. Ooh. Yeah. We're launching um, some household type stuff, which would be really cool. Um, small communities, um, in people's houses, which is awesome. Um, yeah, just like a ton of busyness happening. I saw that both in your bulletin and website. Could you explain for for our listeners and myself yeah. <laughs> exactly what the kind of household yeah I- initiative is? So households are um, medium size um, fellowship communities. Um, our parish has. Uh, several household leaders, um, and each household is formed around a charism. Um, and so parishioners will be able to join these households and go to once a month household nights at parishioners' houses. Um, and then from there, they break off into like small groups. Um, and then I think the end goal is to have the households also having like a role um, in like parish ministry. Um, that does falls into their charism as well. Okay, so once a month meetings in different homes, mm-hmm. and then is there food, I assume? Yeah, and always prayer, food. Fellowship, always mm-hmm. food. Food is a, <laughs> the hook we all need. Oh, yeah. I, I, so, I could interject there. Certainly. Um, my wife and I had the wonderful privilege of attending one at Megan's house, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was prayer, dinner, and, and getting to know one another as fellow Catholics mm-hmm. and parishioners Outside of church on a mm-hmm. just a Catholic citizen human. Yeah. It was really, really cool. Yeah. And I think that's the way we will change the world. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. So. I think especially after this like year of not being in yes. contact yes. with people, Absolutely. like we Absolutely. need this community. I think that's one of the things that was so evident with this pandemic is like the need for community is so strong in people. Mm-hmm. So uh, hopefully households will help address that. I think mm-hmm. one of the happiest days I had this year was when we could go back through the doors of Little Flower mm-hmm. and attend Mass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was just, uh, I, I can't explain it. You know, and um, I had read a book recently, um, A Pope and a President. Mm-hmm. And I had read this after COVID started. And it was it's, it's a phenomenal book. I recommend it to anybody. It was about Ronald Reagan and John Paul. But Reagan talked about when he was a child, to walk by and see people with all their faces covered and churches shut down. And I was like, wow, here, and here we are, you know, a hundred years later. So um, getting back to mass in person was best thing in, in the world. Okay. Yeah. Cause we need, I think God made us to be with other people. Mm-hmm. Okay. He didn't make us to go in that house. And, yeah. and then I think of Jesus, right? People didn't come to Jesus's house. He went to their house. Mm-hmm. He met them where they were. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So, 
Yeah, I, I, and the households program, I'm totally, totally amazed at. Yeah, I think it's going to be beautiful. Right, and who knows, it might be a model for other parishes, yeah. and depending on the success. That's that's yeah. awesome. A reminder to our listeners um, that we're trying to raise $3,500 this hour, and again, if you could consider calling or texting the word GIVE to the number 260-436-9598, or else go to RedeemerRadio.com or use the Re- uh, Redeemer Radio app. So, um, Lynn, would you like to tell us a little bit about what's going on in Parish Council? Again, now that um, some of the restrictions have been lifted and we're able to meet in person, whether in church or in the parish facilities. And Oh, we've only had a couple of meetings with our new pastor, Father Julius. Yes, of course, you have a new pastor as well, yes, who's very busy today. I'm sure he would be here. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Um, Mm -hmm. The first meeting, he just, you know, kind of set his expectations about what the meetings will be. And um, our last meeting, um, that was two weeks ago, we elected um, officers and whatnot uh, for going forward. Um, it, he he definitely runs it differently. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, it'll be exciting to see uh, what he needs our support with. Wonderful. He's very good at reaching out for help and delegating. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And I've seen some of you obviously writes, as did Father Terry before him, quite a lengthy reflection each week in the bulletin and you really mm-hmm. wanting his parishioners to know what he how he pondered the readings and also what's going on in the parish. And Mm -hmm. yeah, that's awesome. Wonderful. Um, How has the, speaking of the pandemic, we just referred to, how has your food pantry fared? I imagine that was a real lifeline for many people in the community during, during the last year and a half. Yeah. Our food pantry, um, unfortunately for a short time, it was closed um, just with the inability to like stock ourselves. Um, And we've slowly started opening back up. Um, with a ton of precautions, most of the volunteers for our food pantry were in that, that high risk category. Mm-hmm. Um, so having people that are slowly willing to come back um, and volunteer mm-hmm. and allow us to um, continue that wonderful service. They currently are like one day a week they come um, in and they just open the pantry up. So one of the beautiful things about our food pantry is we allow our guests to shop and they get to pick the food oh, that they get. Wonderful. Um, and so during COVID, that wasn't an, a thing that was allowed to happen, just amount of people in the building, contact tracing, that kind of thing. Um, but now we're able to have a few people at a time come in mm-hmm. and do that shopping part again, which I think is amazing. That's wonderful. I know that one of the things that Little Flower has always been known for is is your love for the poor. Mm-hmm. Right? And I can remember reading about St. Therese. Obviously, your patron, her own parents were, were very devoted to the poor. Mm-hmm. And obviously, that example soaked into to their five daughters who lived to adulthood yeah. and of course all of whom became sisters and mm-hmm. you, know, you just realize the importance of family mm-hmm. in transmitting the values and speaking of family i know you guys are just ending the year of the family mm-hmm. at your parish yeah. and you want to just talk about some of the initiatives that you had this past year and whether there's anything remaining in this year to still celebrate um yeah we had a bunch of different um Family focused events. We had um, family freedom nights where we were focusing on like healing wounds of the family, um, and that that entailed a lot of like um, healing prayer, which was beautiful. Um, we celebrated like natural family planning week um, with a, bu- a bunch of different events. That was, was really impressive. I was yeah, there for a few of them. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, we have a family retreat this October. Um, oh. Yeah, we're, we're opening, we're having it. So it's everybody is a part of some sort of family. So even if you're single or you have sure. kids, all that kind of thing, um, we're trying to have that retreat for everybody. Um, and we just noticed that we are in a particular place as a parish without a school. 
mm-hmm. that we kind of attract a lot of um, families of all sorts. And so we wanting wanting to like lift those up, whether it's grandparents, godparents, mm-hmm. um, grad students. We have a lot of grad students being so close right to, to Notre, Notre Dame. Dame right? um, just a way to uplift them as a family. Um, That's wonderful. And is the, the, the retreat, I assume, is focused on parishioners? Uh, I guess, yeah. yeah. I, okay. I don't think we would ever turn anybody okay. away, but right. yeah. <laughs> Before we advertise it to the entire diocese, <laughs> just want to be sure. Okay. Oh, that's... Okay, wonderful. So thank you. Um, we have some donations coming in. So very excited. And um, if you call now, you can double your money. So there's a dollar for dollar match up to $2,000. Wow. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm looking. Pardon me. That was on my screen here in front. Perhaps that does not, that does not apply to this hour. Okay. Scratch that. Okay. Um we're back to, we'll have to update my screen here. Okay. Um, that is not correct. However, we're still going for our 3,500 goal and we will, the, the goal for this hour, there will be a $250 match for every 10 pledges. Okay. That is correct in front of me. I should have looked at my notes here. All right. Well, back to the, so that, that October retreat is going on mm-hmm. to kind of conclude the year of the family. Yeah. And then Wonderful. our, our Knights have had a beautiful initiative this year that started, um, with uh, the Family of the Month program. Oh, tell us about that, please. I'm excited to talk about that program. Um, first, let me, I, I would like to share a little bit of my faith journey. Um, I've uh, been Catholic all my life, grew up in the Diocese of Green Bay. Um, I spent a career in the Air Force, traveled all over the place. And about four years ago, we relocated from Southeast Ohio, the Diocese of Steubenville, to mm. here in the South Bend area. We live in Niles. And um, I joined the Knights of Columbus, uh, thanks to Vince Feck. Uh, I'd been a knight for years, and, and I, I share this story. I didn't do much. Uh, I was on the bench, okay? Um, Vince took me down to Council 553, and I joined there. And then a couple months later, we started a council here at Little Flower. And uh, I'm met with Rick Alexander, and I think Mm. it was Vince, and I transferred into this council. Um, So uh, our treasurer moved away, and I, I, again, I I, had been a knight for years, but I really didn't know much about the knights. Um, And so I said, okay, I'll volunteer to be treasurer. I can run a checkbook. I do that at home, and that went fairly well. And... uh, about a year and a half ago, uh, we were looking for somebody to run for officer positions. And it's it's challenging at times. So I, I had participated in uh, an event called Into the Breach. I'm a firm believer that men in the world we live in today need to step up more. And Into the Breach, on my way home from my first session, made me dig inside of my heart and my soul and say, well, what are you doing? Where are you at with your faith? And um, so by the time I got home, I had some areas of my life that I, I really thought I could make an impact. Um, and, and one was uh, probably calming to be calmer uh, instead of get all excited about things. I spent a career in sales and salespeople are kind of high strung. <laughs> and uh, I uh, decided that God, please help me with this. Uh, and also, um, 
they really made you be honest. Mm -hmm. uh, it was Catholic man to Catholic man. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, we talked about reading the Bible, and I had to look. Well, I read the Bible at Sunday at Mass. I did a couple <laughs> readings out of there, okay? Uh, but but by the time I got to my front door that evening, I had decided that I wanted to learn more about Scripture and the Bible. And uh, so my wife and I, we read every day, every day. Uh, we have a daily devotional and we have the Bible. We'll look at our, we have two daily devotionals mm -hmm. and we will, one of them is from uh, Cardinal Tim Dolan. Mm -hmm. I love him. Uh, he's, he wrote a book called, Who Do You Say That I Am? Mm -hmm. So we'll take his Bible verse out of it and we'll read that whole chapter. And then we'll read what, Tim Dolan got from mm -hmm. it. And then we have another one. And um, I'm going to tell you about family to month. I'm not avoiding <laughs> that. Okay. But I, I just think that because all of us, everyone out there, there's a point where if you open yourself up, God is going to reach you. He's mm -hmm. there. Okay. Yeah. And for much of my life, he was there my whole life. Mm -hmm. But I had my Saul moment mm -hmm. at that into the breach session. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and and I have a thing here. This came from one of our devotions. And, and I said, wow, that was my moment. OK. And it talks about when Ananias was talking to Paul. Uh, what are you waiting for? Right. Um, get up, be baptized and wash your sins away, calling on his name. Um, he didn't have to be told twice. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, the legal assault was buried at that point, And the liberator Paul was born. And. He was never the same afterwards and never, neither was the world, right? So each one of us need to find that, that place, that time, that event that, that opens our minds to God. And, and then all of a sudden you start looking out there and say, um, before I came into this session, I was saying like, why did I do some of these things? Okay. I didn't want to do that. God knew I needed it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And even though I wasn't listening to him at that time in my life. I use one example of that. Uh, as I retired from the Air Force, um, I was given assignment to be a recruiting, a medical recruiting physician, mm. recruiting supervisor in Mount Clemens. And that was the last place I would have ever picked to go. And I really didn't want to go. Uh, but I didn't have much. I did have a choice. It's either do that or go back to my old career in the Air Force. And I didn't want to do that. So we went to Mount Clemens. I retired there three years later. But when I look back on it, um, my father called me shortly after I got there and said, oh, did you know uh, I have an auntie? I've never met her. I've never even talked to her. But my mom's only living sister lives in Windsor, Ontario. Mm -hmm. And we knew nothing about my family. Mm -hmm. So my wife and I get in our car, we drive to Windsor and we meet this wonderful lady and we become very good friends. Uh, she spoke very little English. I spoke very little Polish, mm -hmm. but God gave us the ability to communicate. A couple of my sons and myself visited Poland a couple of years later. That would have never happened had God not known mm -hmm. that I needed to go mm -hmm. to Mark Clemens. Okay, so so anyway, <laughs> thank you. We yeah, that moment. Those right? mo those are those are important so, moments in our faith journey. Yes. Um, Please donate, everyone. Okay. <laughs> Please donate. Okay. I need to do a, sh a few shout outs here. Okay. Now I'm looking at the correct okay. screen. Thank you. So um, I wanted to mention that Len Strelczecki, I, I hope I pronounced that right, had a comment from YouTube, Little Flower Rocks. Go, Lynn, Alexis, and Ben. 
Um, and also a shout out to Benedict. Your son and family love you, Peter. So I'm sure that meant was meaningful to whoever that was directed to. So, um, but yes, please, again, listeners, you're hearing some inspiring stories of how the faith has become real and um, the power to, gives us the power to change our lives and to open to God who is always pursuing us, right? The hound of heaven who's always <laughs> pursuing us. So a reminder to call or text give the word give to our number 26043. Six nine five nine eight or redeemerradio.com or use the Redeemer Radio app. And again, a reminder for every 10 pledges, we get a $250 bonus. So please also call, text your friends while you're listening, um, whether they are members of Little Flower or not, to support this wonderfully vibrant parish in our diocese. Um, Lynn, let's, let's go to you for a few minutes. Um, how long have you been a parishioner of Little Flower? Oh, born and raised. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So, 38 years. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So did you receive your first sacraments and everything at the parish then? Yes. Okay. Every sacrament um, for me, my husband, and my two kids. Oh, my gosh. This so this is home. That's wonderful. It's really beautiful. Lynn's daughter, Kayla, is receiving her confirmation this year. Oh. And the same confirmation teacher that had Lynn also <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Kayla. Wow. It's so beautiful. Which says I'm a lot gonna... about the dedication of your volunteers. Right? <laughs> Here for the duration. Oh, that yes. is beautiful. What what um, confirmation name or um, saint is your daughter chosen? She is still thinking about okay. that. No, it's a big decision. She still has yeah. a lot of questions. Uh, for Lent, she read a book about 40 saints for women. Oh, and my gosh. so I think every day there was a new one that inspired her. Just a her. few to, to choose from, right? <laughs> and recently she asked me if she's allowed to pick a male. And so I don't know what she's thinking, but yes. I know she has a little bit of time. So she's uh, taking it That's seriously. That's awesome. One of our daughters-in-law chose Maximilian Cole. Colby, mm-hmm. um, which is obviously unusual in some ways for a woman, young woman to choose a man, but she loved him and was inspired by him and asked his intercession. He did a so, lot for us. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, tell her she can think outside the box, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, that's so exciting. Wonderful. Um, any other things going on in the fall at Little Flower that um, our listeners might be interested in knowing about? I'd absolutely love to plug in our kingdom builders uh, that we have here. I was going to ask about this. So <laughs> please take the floor. Yes. Um, yes. So uh, during a time of my life where I was going through a lot of anxiety and depression, um, Father Terry reached out to me and asked me to go to the program. Um, it originated in Fort Wayne, mm-hmm. um, but I went to the Warsaw location. And when I went there, I heard how I am designed mm. in God's image and I am good. And um, it really spoke oh, nourishment to my soul. Yes. And so I'm part of the team that brought it here to Little Flower. Oh, so every third Thursday of the month, um, the women um, of the community, it doesn't matter whether you belong to Little Flower. It doesn't matter whether you're Catholic or not. All women are welcome to come and hear 45 minutes of teaching and um be present for 45 minutes of adoration. And the teaching is always um, designed around that month's gospel. Mm. There's usually a theme. Um, if you sign up on the website for buildingthroughhim.com, there is um, a monthly newsletter that goes out to tell you the two songs of the month and then also what the theme is to get you inspired to come. So all women are welcome. And if you've been to Kingdom Builders before, we would love it if you would call in and pledge. We have seven pledges and we are looking for 10 so we can get that $250 bonus. So Wonderful. So three more to go. <laughs> and please come. We just had Kingdom Builders last evening. So we have um, third Thursday of the month um, to come in 
here at Little Flower. That's wonderful. Wonderful. Um, I actually serve as a, as a liaison to Kingdom Builders in my diocesan capacity. So I also want to do a shout out <laughs> and a plug for their upcoming conference next month, October 16th of Saturday. Ladies, take a day for yourselves. Drive down to Fort Wayne if you live on this side or if you're in Fort Wayne, you're already there. But some really wonderful national speakers. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary Healy from Sacred Heart Seminary in Detroit, Meg Hunter Kilmer and Heather Kime or Kim, I'm not sure to pronounce her name, from the Abiding Together podcast, which some women are familiar with. So, And I think Little Flower is the only parish on this side of the diocese where the monthly gatherings are currently taking place. So another yes. another reason to, to highlight uh, all that's going on at Little Flower. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Thank you. Uh, so again, listeners, please call um, now. Text your friends 260-436-9598 or donate at the RedeemerRadio.com site or use your app if you have that downloaded on your phone. Again, the goal for our hour is $3,500 and we're just a few pledges short of being able to qualify for our $250 bonus. We have seven pledges so far. Um yeah. Okay. Um, and so I just want to mention some of the people who have donated. I think I'm allowed to do that. Yeah. Um, all those HIPAA stuff. Now I want to make sure I'm not violating any policies. Oh my gosh. So Todd Elliott, David Van Horn, Brian Ritz, Leo and Amy Strelecki. I hope I pronounced that correct. Christ, Christine Hullinger, Frank Fano and Peter Jankowski. So again, um, we're about to take a break and Call while we're while you're listening to the little break um, music and and um, little pitch here as well. Thank you. You can give sustaining support to Redeemer Radio by becoming a recurring donor. Ongoing contributions help to reduce our dependence on Sherathon and allow us to focus on programs and future needs. Your recurring donation can be automatically charged to a credit or debit card or transferred from a bank account. I came back to my faith in my mid-20s, and so for the period of time that I was not practicing, I feel like I missed out on a lot, a lot of learning and enrichment and understanding the Catholic viewpoint. So Redeemer Radio and its programming helps me. I feel like I'm catching up, and and it, it just fills my brain and heart with so many wonderful things to keep me thinking throughout the day. Redeemer Radio programs accompany listeners at every stage of their faith journey. For men and women raised in the faith and those searching for the fullness of the truth, our programming has something for everyone. Your donation helps bring the truth of the Catholic faith to listeners 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. It costs about $120 to provide Redeemer Radio listeners with one hour of Catholic programming. All donors who give this amount or more automatically qualify for a specially designed t-shirt. Call today and support Redeemer Radio's efforts to amplify the voice of the Creator with content that invites. We're back with Little Flower Parish in South Bend, their hour for Redeemer Radio's Fall share I'm Lisa Everett, and uh, we appreciate you listeners joining us here uh, on the airwaves. So um, speaking of things coming up in the fall, we don't want to forget your parish feast day is coming yeah, up soon. October be 1st. Here before we know it. Yeah, so we're super excited. We, um, we're going to be doing a parish potluck. Um to celebrate her actual like feast day. Uh, I think we're doing it this Sunday um, right after. Um, but then leading up to 
the actual Feast of St. Therese, we are going to be doing a novena to her, which is oh, um, something we did virtually last year. Um, but we're wanting to bring it like a little bit more in person, doing a little more in depth. Um, that's the same weekend of the family retreat that we talked about. Okay. We're kind of going like pretty big. She's, Wonderful. Like, we have a pretty heavy <laughs> hidden patron at yes. this parish. Like we got a celebrator. You do. Yeah. I, I assume roses will be involved in some way. Probably everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Like, we should just throw <laughs> her, them all. Her in. sign. <laughs> yeah. Is. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I always love going to your parish as director for marriage and family ministries, you can imagine, because um, Therese's parents, as you know, were the first married couple mm -hmm. canonized together in the same ceremony in the Catholic Church. And their feast day is their wedding anniversary. Yeah. Like, how beautiful is that? Yeah. And of course, you have the relics of of her parents mm -hmm. there along with her. Yeah. So it's just a special place for me as well. Yeah. Um, given my my ministry. So definitely. Oh, so exciting. My goodness. Um, and I saw you obviously have some other evangelization discipleship activities like Alpha and then <laughs> Omega. Just you want to share with our listeners about some of those things yeah. going on? Um, we've been doing Alpha at our parish for many years. Um, but we, yeah, again, pandemic made us take a break, but mm -hmm. we're bringing it back. I think this it's starting later in the fall. Um, we're going to be having Alpha. I think it's Monday nights, um, Monday evenings. And then we we created a program at our parish, our director of evangelization, Abby Kyle. She's great. Um, she is. I will add that. Yeah. <laughs> she um, had this like beautiful vision of this like post alpha um, program. And she like put it all together. Um, it's like a video series called Omega. So like Alpha Omega. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like marketing right. genius, if you right, ask me. Right, exactly. Um, and it's a series of videos that helps you. So Alpha is a, a beautiful program that helps with like the like encounter with Christ and starting you on that mm -hmm. like journey. Um, but then like, where do you go from there? Um, right. And so that was like the, the idea behind Omega. Um, and so there's a huge, a lot of video series on there. Um, I highly recommend the one. It's the Saints Are Weird, I think is the title of it. It was like really <laughs> good. provocative Title, yeah. Right? <laughs> um, and she she brought in a bunch of different people to do different uh, video series on it, different talks. It's it's really good. That's that's yeah. awesome. I'm a big fan of Alpha and I'm be interested in learning more about Omega yeah. as well. I wanted to mention that we are now at $1,200. So we got have 11 Ooh. pledges and got the $250 bonus. So yay team. Um, shout out to Paul Gettinger, Monica Gettinger, um, Richard Good and Karen Beach. So now we're we're halfway through, little more than halfway through our hour, and we're at twelve hundred. So we need to we need to get to our thirty five hundred dollar <laughs> total, if at all possible. Yes. Um, this this such a vibrant parish; it should be a cakewalk to get uh, to to reach that goal <laughs> of thirty five hundred dollars. So wonderful. Um, would you like to talk a little bit, Ben? About Absolutely. yeah. I, I want to talk Columbus. a little bit about the Knights of Columbus Council here at Little Flower. Um, Excited to lead it. Uh, uh, it's been a life-changing event. Um, we have some wonderful Catholic men. And, and that, that is the thing I think I get uh, gain most from the Knights of Columbus here is choosing my friends and hanging around with other dedicated, committed Catholic men. But the Knights have a lot of things going on. Um, we have a soccer challenge. Uh, we're trying this I for the first that. time. It will be next Saturday mm -hmm. at... Uh, if Boom, Bame, I'm not sure exactly how it's pronounced, Park, here in South Bend, Mishawaka area on Edison and Rose. Uh, it will go from 9 to 12. Uh, it's from 9 to 14-year-olds. 
boys, girls, uh, do not even have to be members of our parish. Mm -hmm. uh, it's open. Um, to learn more, it's in our bulletin. I believe you can also go to the parish website mm -hmm. to learn more. Uh, the Family of the Month program, I'm extremely excited to see how that is going. Um, we've had some amazing, we have some amazing families in Little Flower and to recognize them. And, and, and I think I think of one of the ones I remember most is uh, to watch the young man look up at his father in just awe as we presented that award to them. Mm -hmm. That's what this is all about. So how, how are the families who are chosen each month, how are they recognized at a, one of the masses? After, or? We, we typically will do it at the mass they attend because okay. that is where the most people will know them. Uh, so uh, I worked with Father Terry and Father Julius. Uh, now we... Uh, I get up and uh, give a few words about them, and then we will bring them up at the end of Mass mm -hmm. uh, and recognize them. Yeah. Um, and, and we're always looking for more nominees. Um, I would like to see more nominees. And, and I would say this, if you are nominating a family for Family of the Month, please give us as much faith information about that family as you can, because that is how we are going to select it. And then I would also say we are looking for members of the parish to sit in that selection committee and to nominate these people. Uh, some of the other things we have going on, um, we're going to be starting, um, uh, it, this will be a fundraiser for us. Um, we, we are planning to try dinner and a movie, mm -hmm. um, and and uh, Maximum Kobe uh, is one of the movies that uh, mm. is probably going to be the first one that we do. We were going to do uh, Therese, mm -hmm. but uh, we provided that movie to the parish, and I think that would be a great movie to show mm -hmm. on her feast weekend. But uh, and these, this is an, these are events for families for families. Okay. Yes, yes, and, and again, uh, these would be open to anyone. Mm -hmm. um, Oh, some of the other things, we will be doing a free throw, the free throw contest that the night sponsors. Uh, I'm excited to share with you, and, and I am so thankful to the members of the Little Flower community because we are successful as knights because we are a part of a wonderful family. Mm -hmm. When we venture out to do something, the parish is completely behind us. Mm -hmm. and, and I would give some examples, the baby box was amazing to have be able to raise the amount of money we were able to do to support the Baby Box Initiative in Mishawaka. Mm -hmm. uh, ultrasound, um, we just committed money to the state ultrasound fund. Uh, so the Knights is alive and doing very, very well. I wanted to mention one other thing. I've been talking with Frank Fano, and I'm really excited to see this. Uh, beginning, I believe it's the weekend of uh, October 3rd, uh, we are going to pick one mass a week, and this isn't the nights. This is we are going to be a part of it, though, mm -hmm. and we will recite the rosary before mass. Oh, beautiful! And, and I'm really excited about that. Uh, three, four years ago, my wife and I had the opportunity to do uh, Easter mass mm -hmm. in uh, Memphis area. We were visiting her sister, mm -hmm. and when we walked in about 15 minutes before mass, it was in the middle of the rosary. And that was that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think this is going to be an neat way to prepare thing. for mass. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So. 
we got a lot of exciting things. And, and one last plug. Wait, wait. Before you do that, I want to interrupt saying one of your fellow knights, Jerry Zentz, um, has pledged as well. So right now we're at 13 pledges. So we need seven more for another $250 bonus. So please call and text your friends at any amount, no matter how small, right, counts toward um, that bonus. So whatever you can spare, um, please do. We know how important so many Catholic resources are not only parish life, but mm-hmm. people being in the car or doing work at home and listening to Catholic radio to be fed spiritually um, in that way. Uh, you're, we're literally like bathing and marinating in a Catholic <laughs> culture, right? Um, and we soak up the flavor of that culture and are able to then be witnesses of God's love and mercy and goodness to other people. So please um, call or text 260-436-9598 or um, get online or on your phone, please, and go to RedeemerRadio.com. Again, our goal for the hour is $3,500, and I would really love to be able to have made that by the end. of. We only have about 15 minutes left, so please do what you can, including calling and texting your friends any amount. We'd be very, very appreciative of. Okay, um, Ben, you wanted to finish one more uh, yeah, plug before... Um, Knights of Columbus. I guess, uh, again, I wanted to make sure that we thank the parish for their support of our mission. And and the last thing I wanted to do is I wanted to put in a plug for the Knights. Um, Any Catholic gentleman out there, uh, we would love to have you as a member of our council. Okay. And and you can go to kfc.org and select join. Uh, at the present time, there's not even a fee to the Supreme Council. You can waiver that by putting McGivney 2020. Mm-hmm. And you all probably are aware that Father McGivney was yes. canonized mm-hmm. this year. Yes. Okay, that's that's really awesome. Um, she started the Knights back in the mm-hmm. you know, turn of the century. Mm-hmm. Um, My husband is a Knight as well. I'd put in a plug for the Knights. And, and think about the year of St. Joseph, too, which we're coming to the end of, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what a beautiful model he was of being oh. entrusted with Our Lady and Our Lord and, and the way that he was uh, a leader of that family and, and cared for them all the days of his life and how the Knights of Columbus called men to be able to um, to imitate St. Joseph and his virtues um, in their own lives and in their own family. So it's a wonderful fraternal organization. So Great and the question, can somebody who is not a member of Little Flower join the Little Flower ca- Council? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Just to I clarify just, that for our readers. A, has to be a Catholic. Right. Has to be Catholic. Right. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. Um, has anyone heard, t- t- um, I guess, listened to any of the Spoke Street um programs, podcasts, and things from Redeemer Radio, because speaking of people who are not Catholic, right, or maybe they have left the church or mm-hmm. have never really been presented with an image of Christianity in general or Catholicism in particular, I know Spoke Street is an initiative of, of Redeemer Radio to reach people who might not otherwise listen to Catholic radio. Yeah. So any experiences with that? I can't say that I do, although I've heard really great yeah. things. Um, but yeah, I, I like have been wanting, it's on my list of things. It's it's a new initiative of Redeemer Radio. So, so again, for any of the listeners to be able to take advantage of that, especially, like I said, if there's someone in your family or in your circle of acquaintances who is not going to dial into Redeemer Radio, but might be open to podcasts and other content that is really quality and, and helps to kind of deepen our human spirit and open us in some ways, to God's action in our life in a different way. Oh, wonderful. I have a four-hour car ride tonight, oh, so I know what I'll be listening <laughs> well, to. Well, there you go. 
Awesome. Uh, I want to mention some other people who have pledged in the last few minutes. Lynn Blessing, Timothy Ryder. So now we're at $1,600, 15 pledges. If we have five more, we can achieve that $250 bonus. So let's let's see what we can do, dear listeners, in the next uh, 14 minutes of our Little Flower <laughs> Hour. Hour of power at Little Flower. <laughs> we got a lot of things that really go well with our name. Like they, Little Flower Power Hour, it's great. Yes, <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, one thing that I know... It, we appreciate at Marriage and Family Ministry being able to host things at Little Flower, especially with the connection with Therese and her parents and things, as I was saying before. Um, every year for the last few years, we have had a memorial mass at Little Flower for parents who have lost a child mm-hmm. before or after birth through our Ava's Grace Ministry. But it's also open to to people who may have experienced an abortion um, and would like to the opportunity to pray and lift up their child to the Lord, et cetera. So that is going to be at Little Flower on Friday, October 29th at 7.30. And Father Julius will be celebrating, presiding at that Mass. And it's a beautiful opportunity, as probably many of our listeners know, October is Respect Life Month in the Catholic Church, but also in our country, it's Infant and Pregnancy Awareness, I'm sorry, Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. So Mm -hmm. it's a beautiful kind of coincidence of those two themes to be able to come together as a faith community and pray for, for little ones who have been lost in whatever way. So that's coming up at Little Flower again on October 29th. Um, one thing I saw on your website intrigued me, and I don't know if any of you know anything about it. It was a, it's called a boot camp, like a spiritual impact boot camp at the beginning of December. I was yeah. like, what is that about? Yeah, that sounds neat. Um, it's a new, a new, again, Abby Kyle, she's always got okay. something new and big going on. Um, it's something, it's something new she's working on. Um, from my understanding, it's, going to be a lot of um like spiritual warfare type stuff again like this is all like it like, okay. I could be completely wrong okay. um but the posters make it look like it's pretty intense okay um, well boot camp kind of gives that impression I, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> let's like, say yeah. let's just say um but yeah it's it's she is working on creating us a, a, a next step for like on when you like take that leap of faith and you become like a yes to Jesus. I'm a disciple now. Like mm-hmm. I want to do it. Like you, you impact, you get, con, con, you encounter a lot of like spiritual attacks, spiritual warfare, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, and it, it's pretty easy to like fall back off that, mm-hmm. that wagon. Mm-hmm. And I think in our, in our church, we see that a lot of like backtracking and discipleship. Like you, you say yes to Jesus, but then like it becomes like really hard because right. when, I mean, when you say yes, it's, it's a hard yes. Um, well, so it points to that need we've been talking about for community that we're, we're created for community, not yeah. only with God, but with one another. Yeah. And one thing that strikes me about that little flower is very intentional about doing is accompaniment. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's like, if you had to think of one word that summarizes Pope Francis's pontificate, for example, is accompaniment. Yeah. And you seem to really do that well, yes. you know, from, from being able to evangelize and introduce people to Jesus and the gospel. And then, you know, with a program like alpha and then all of the, the other follow through mm-hmm. programs, something like kingdom builders, which is specifically targeting women or the different initiatives to lift up, lift up families, mm-hmm. um, the household yeah, initiative really to, to be able that. to gather people in a small space. Yeah. Authentic um, accompaniment yes. is one of our core values. At oh, Flower, so we okay. Really well, there you go. That. Look at I just, that. I just didn't get the authentic part, but that's yeah, clearly what yeah. <laughs> See, we gotta be ourselves. Can't yeah. be, <laughs> but yeah, it's, that's wonderful. It's a beautiful, I mean like, yeah, the reality of like humanhood is we were made for relationship. And mm-hmm. so like just diving into our natural tendencies as humans, um, 
allows us to do so much more. Um, For sure. And speaking of community and support and fellowship, we we need some more pledges to make our goal by the end of the hour. So only five more pledges to get another $250 bonus. So we're inching towards that 3,500 goal, but we'd really love to be able to achieve it um, before the end of the hour. Okay. Again, the number is 260-436-9598, or you can go to RedeemerRadio.com. But please call, text your friends, um, and just see what we can do to to just pass the collection basket digitally, so to speak, (laughs) and see if we can reach our goal. So anything else in our last 10 minutes or so going on in the parish? that you would like our listeners to know about, or just like when you talk about core values of your parish, like authentic accompaniment, are there, what are the other core values? If, if you can remember them (laughs) or if anyone wants to speak to them or just even maybe the the, the, kind of the spirit of your parish or what you, what you want everyone listening to know about little flower. So um, we, we crafted a new mission statement um, and driven by the missionary zeal of St. Therese, the Lord anoints us to proclaim to the bro- poor and broken um, mm. that Jesus, like, I, now I forgot it and I'm going to get in trouble later, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like Jesus calls us to abundant life in him. And that is kind of, we, we want to make sure that everything we are doing yes. as a parish fits into that. Yes. Um, and, and that was the scroll that Jesus read from, you know, yeah. his first, you know, appearance in the synagogue. And he takes the scroll of the prophet Isaiah and reads precisely that passage. Yeah. So it's like the defining mission of what he is here for. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't um, know, like St. Therese had like this missionary spirit, like she Mm -hmm. wanted to be a missionary. And like, she was again, like called to be like, you know, a nun in a cloister. Yes. Um, But she like, she had a a group of missionaries that she was praying for constantly. Um, And we, we feel like our, our parish in particular is like very well set up to be like that mission site. Mm -hmm. Um, And we, we strive to be sending Mm -hmm. as many people, People out, um, you know, fulfill that universal call. Disciple all nations. We're doing it. That's um, wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah. By the way, an update. We need four more pledges to get us another two hundred fifty dollars. We're at seventeen hundred, so we're just like at the halfway mark, and we only have ten minutes to go. Not even ten. <laughs> about seven. So if we could just ramp up the donations again, whatever amount, we're grateful for. Yeah. Wonderful. And I always was amazed. When I learned, I think as a little girl reading about St. Therese, that she was the, she's the patron, patroness of the missions and she never left her cloistered Carmel convent, you know? And so that's, again, that sense of like, wherever we are, whatever we're called to do, we can unite ourselves, our work, even our sufferings Mm -hmm. as she knew so well with Jesus's mission for the salvation of souls. And we are missionaries, whether we ever leave our kitchen, (laughs) our workbench, (laughs) wherever we are, or the Redeemer Radio. Sherathon Studio. If we so. get those four more pledges, <laughs> yes, we can do it. That's right. <laughs> oh, Here's so just exciting. a thought. From 1 Corinthians, it says, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Give us your pledge for Amen. the glory of God. Yeah. Amen. And allow Redeemer Radio to continue its mission of reaching out with the gospel and the truth and the beauty and goodness of Jesus's life and mission through the airwaves. And let's face it, that's where a lot of people spend a lot of time, mm-hmm. right, in cyberspace. Yep. <laughs> and we might as well 
not only we might as well, but we need to be there um, with the gospel. Think of, G- I mean, in Jesus's day, right? His example of letting down the nets for a catch yeah. was we, we need to be where the fish are. And if mm-hmm. the fish are on the airwaves, right, we need to be there with Jesus and his gospel. So um, without ever leaving your home, dear listeners, you can <laughs> join in the mission of Redeemer Radio by pledging your support, however much, however little. It all goes toward the goal of being able to reach more and more people with the good news of the gospel and to also help those who are already disciples to deepen their relationship with Jesus, to be able to live their own vocation, to be those um, emissaries, missionaries of God's love and mercy and truth in the world. So just one other thing that I wanted to bring in that Little Flower did um, this year that impacted my household, and that was uh, the chosen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'd come to church and I'd hear about the chosen, and, and you know, I, okay, so maybe we need to check this out. And after we watched the first one, we couldn't stop watching. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a good and, show, and that's truly due to I, I, I don't know if it was Abby that mm-hmm. began that, but it's amazing. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and another product of coming out of the halls of Little Flower. Yeah, An amazing, amazing place. We had watch parties. It was great. We had like it was a great idea because yeah. you had pizza cheap yep. for families or yeah, kids. It was right? awesome. We had yeah. like, a, like everybody would bring blankets. You'd sit on the grass like picnic style. Yeah. And it, I mean, a great show. I mean, you're uh, going to watch TV anyway. Might as well watch right. something good. So, you know what I, I really, I think, you know, growing up Catholic all my life and understanding saints and all that stuff, um, I always imagined saints being so much better than me, mm-hmm. okay? And when I watched The Chosen, it was like, there's hope for me, okay? The saints were more like me than they were like Jesus. And I'm like, this is cool, mm-hmm. okay? There, there's a future maybe for me. Yeah. It gives all of us you know, hope. So I, I think that I'm thankful for that opportunity to, to have watched it. It made me feel a lot better mm-hmm. about tomorrow. It, it, and it's like really well made. It like Well made. Um, one of the one of the best things is like you get like really attached to this character and then all of a sudden it's like, and they say his name, it's Judas. And you're like, no, <laughs> not Judas. Just knowing the ending of the story. It was, I, I was devastated. I'm just going to say, I was devastated. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. This is Sean coming from the control room. Just a quick note for anyone who may be watching this on Facebook or YouTube later uh, not during the nine o'clock hour. Or if you're catching this on the podcast, you are still able to donate to the St. Therese Little Flower Power Hour <laughs> by going to RedeemerRadio.com slash give or the Redeemer Radio app. And you can just put a note in there that this is for that Little Flower Hour. And Wonderful. that money will still go towards this specific Wonderful. Wow. Well, with that caveat, I think you'll have no doubt you will reach your parish goal. A shout out also to Brenda McDonald, Gail Waltman, Jenny Espiritu. So we have 18 pledges so far for a total of 1940. Wouldn't it be great to at least get to 2000 by the end of the hour? So if we have a few more pledges to get us to that 2000, that would be wonderful. Okay. Well, thank you so much. It has been a wonderful conversation. Yeah, we covered a lot of territory, <laughs> I think, in the last uh, in the last almost hour. So thank you so much again to Alexis Duffy and Lynn Handley and Ben. I'm going to Janczewski. Is that Very right? Good. Very good. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, and sh- yeah, should we close with a prayer? Yeah. All right. Okay. 
Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to gather not only in person again, Lord, but but continuing to gather in this virtual space with our listeners and for all the good work that Redeemer Radio does in bringing your gospel, Lord, to so many uh, people in our area. And we ask your blessing on this share and on Little Flower Parish and all the good work they are doing, accompanying people with your love and mercy and truth. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you again, everyone. Okay. Woo! One more pledge. Awesome. Great job, Little Flower. And again, um, as Sean reminded us, if you're listening to this later, um, please donate on behalf of Little Flower. Just make a note that you want your pledge to go towards Little Flower's total. All right. Thank you. God bless. God bless.